moaning. I had me some rats by the morning. I had a suspect by the morning. I got on a meat on the morning. The rats keep me up on the ocean. I had a back in my shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Last Word Podcast. I'm Steve Artabello. Hi, I'm Angela Lippa. And we're back. Back from Buffalo. We made the trip hey, 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 to hey. see the future. Future. McBroom, baby. The future. Oh, don't even. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm oh, kidding. my God. Okay. I'm kidding. I'm going to explain this one real quick. Um, we went to go see Vladdy Jr. and the Buffalo Bisons play the Scranton Wilkes-Barre Rail Riders. Happened to be. The New York Yankees farm team. If you don't know, Angelo Lippa is a New York Yankees fan. My New York Yankees. No, your New York Yankees. Maybe. No, 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 no. Your New York Yankees. Credit for trying. So, <laughs> so last year the Jays acquired Rob Refsnyder. They traded away Ryan McBroom. Now he's a he was in single A. He was hitting a bunch of dingers, but he's a single A first baseman. Had a ton of power. Um, he was doing well, but I. It, he wasn't a he wasn't a highly rated prospect in any way, shape, or form. So we go and and who's starting in right field? Ryan McBroom. What's Ryan mm. McBroom hitting? Three oh six. He's Scranton Wilkesbury's best hitter, and I wanted to break things because the Blue Jays traded him for Rob Refsnyder. The great Rob Refsnyder. Who I think is on Tampa's roster if they haven't cut him and he's on another roster by now. Let's look. Rob Ref Snyder oh, is on. God. Drum roll, please. If the Wi-Fi here works. Yeah, exactly. Because no one ever does. No. Not uh, even close. Look at it. It's so slow. Now, Ryan McBroom is great. I love Ryan nice. McBroom. Uh, Rob Refsnyder is currently playing for, it looks like, Tampa. Yeah. Because I know they picked him up this year because the Jays caught him. Yeah. Well, that's what it, that's how it usually works, right, with players like in division. Goes from one team. It was a trade for the Yankees and thing. Uh, Jays and Jays caught him because no use of him. Jays have more serviceable players than they have. Uh, yeah. So, and now he's on Tampa Bay. Yeah. And, uh, Just so hanging out. Ryan McBroom, who's still not a highly rated prospect. The fact that he's raking, though, is what made me so angry that he's, he's literally Scranton Wilkes-Barre's best hitter. We'll probably see him come i want to uh, say i don't know if he's a september call i don't know if he's a september call up but he might get just a little like uh hey that that closer harvey oh my big, god with the oh, gas boy. he's probably getting a september call up oh pfft, his sub one is sub one with just sub two era coming out of the pen throwing 97 and 98 except he forgets to cover first base yeah, well that's the problem is that a a slow roller was hit in the first base direction, and the first base wants to go play it, and Mr. And then, Harvey forgot to go and cover first he's base. He's just standing there. And he's standing out. there looking like, Was, is that my job? Yes, it's your job, Harvey. <laughs> Get to first base. Cover so first he forgot base. to do that. So he forgot to do that, but you know what? Whatever. So they, when we went to go he see He still Vladdy. throws gas. Vladdy went one for four. But <laughs> it's, it's a, Here's the funny thing. He hit a single when we were there. Oh, my God. And that was the hardest hit ball of the entire game. On a hit and run. There was a ball way up and outside. Like, we're talking in the opposite batter's box of Vladdy. It's a hit and run, so he's got a swing. He hit it out of the ball. It was foul. It left 
Coca Cola field. It hit probably hit a car driving I past Coca Cola field. I, th- I think it did. It was ridiculous. He hit it out of the ballpark, yeah. and we're just sitting there like, I know it's a foul ball, but oh my god! A just watching not it even, go. Not even half a second. A quarter of a second later, and that ball is gone. Like he hit it. We we you hear all the stories. You know what I mean? He's he's almost hitting four hundred. He's got some power. He does. He's 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 a like a mythical hitter. In the minor leagues, we didn't see him hit a home run. But the funny thing was, he watching him hit so the single, hard. It was watching him hit that ball out of bounds. Okay, it doesn't count. It's a foul ball. It was so impressive because you should not one. You shouldn't probably be able to make contact with a ball that far up and away. No. And one thing I noticed with him too is that if a ball is, he knows it's going to be a ball. He basically just like kind of, he's already got the bat down. He know he knows out of the pitcher. Like, this is another thing. This is something you, you notice when you watch him live. The pitcher throws a pitch, and it's essentially the second he's released it, Vladdy seems to know whether yeah. or not it's going to be a ball or a strike. He knows almost right out of the hand. And Ange isn't kidding. There were times where guys would throw him pitches that weren't they weren't as bad as the one that he hit out of the no. ballpark. Oh, my God. And he, he wouldn't even—it's he it's not even like he wouldn't swing. Like He's basically put the bat down beside him, and he's almost leaning on it. Like He knows it's not a, a strike. He recognizes it immediately. And there were a few times, the, it's the minor league, so there's some questionable umpiring. And there were a few other players that got a little bit more animated when, when the umps called strikes that weren't strikes. Yeah. And you see Vladdy. Vladdy just turns around, looks. The ump, like, it's a strike. He just shakes his head and then, <laughs> and then goes out and does his thing. It was actually two for five um, when we were there. I think you were you actually went to go get a, a, a adult beverage. When I had to go get a pop. You went to get a pop. Uh, he had hit another. He had gotten on base, so he was actually two for five. Huh, so he okay. missed one of the hits. But I'm watching, very watching him, but even you know what? Not even not even the hitting. Just hitting aside is it's, it's impressive to watch. But his fielding as well is exceptional. Like he's not. A, it's he's better a, than we he, thought it would be. He's a big dude. Okay? He's a big dude, but he's not even as big as everyone made him out to no. be. No, like I was expecting. Like this, like I was expecting. Like. Kung Fu Panda. I was expecting Pablo Sandoval, yeah. Big Poppy. I was expecting because even if you see the pictures of yeah. him, he makes Kendry's Morales look small, which yeah. is hard to do. It's Kendry's very hard to boy. do. Kendry's a big boy. And then you see him at third base. You see him in a uniform. You see him with his teammates, kind mm-hmm. of around him, and you're like, I, I like, yeah, he's a big dude, but I, maybe that's because I'm also a big dude. So I'm just like, he wasn't that big, <laughs> you know, at six one and two hundred pounds. Now he's not two hundred pounds. Not two hundred pounds. Maybe two hundred pounds, like. He was 200 pounds maybe like two years ago. Yeah, but that's according to baseball reference that he is. Oh, no, no, I know. 200 Fangraphs pounds. has him at 205. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> he, is a, he is honestly a beast. Like, he is honestly a beast. And for Jays fans, there is something to at least look forward to for next year. Because, like we've said in previous podcasts, he's not getting called up. No. All right, service, service time like, stuff. Yeah. You know, he's not going to get – he's not going to come up. He will be a three weeks into the season when you guys are freaking out about, oh, my God, you know, why are we calling up fucking Vladdy? Like, what's taking so long? Because service it's time. service time, okay? It's the same, same with thing. Glaber. Have okay? him, him with Chris Bryant. Yeah, like, it just— Happened with Acuna this year. Just wait three weeks. Everyone take a deep breath, because let's be honest next year. Are the Jays going to contend for a division title? Probably not. Probably not in this division. Probably not in this division. Maybe if they were in the Central— Maybe if they're in the central, hey, hey, you know what? They got a shot. But right now, no chance. with the Yankees and the Red Sox to where they're playing, and the Tampa Bay Rays, who for all intents and purposes were, are basically a 500 team, but have, have crept up 
not going to make the playoffs. But The Rays are what you hope the Jays are next year. Yeah. Like, you want a team that's going to look good next year, have Young, solid pitching. Athletic. You know, w- what happens with the rotation of the Jays outside of Stroman and Sanchez is the, And Baraki. And Baraki. Baraki's look good enough, especially after that blip against the Yankees, yeah. to come back, have a good start. Settle it all down. Kind of show everybody it's like, hey, okay, just, we weren't getting too worried. But, you know, when you, you get two outs and you allow six runs against the Yankees. <laughs> hey, but you know what, though? Guys, young pitchers are going to have bad outings. It's it's just the way no, baseball no, works. It's, and, it's, it was nice, though, to see the way yeah. he bounced back. Because it's and, not like I didn't expect him to mm-hmm. stumble at some point. That was more of a stumble than I thought I'd mm-hmm. see. And but I'm, at the same time, he bounced back, and, and that's what you want to see. And I'm also sure that at some point next year, the Jays will probably get back J-Hab. If the Yankees don't manage to try and coerce him into staying, because I know that the Yankees would, because with with CC getting older and this could be potentially his last ride, and he's he hasn't been he's shy on a about one year deal. He hasn't been shy about his retirement talk. He says, you know, I would like to go out a champion here in New York. He loves New York. You know, the Yankees could look to a guy like Hap, who's already familiar with the with the with you know Aaron Boone. He's he's fit right in into the clubhouse. No, you know, just a pro. Like just a, a you know baseball pro, he's been around the league for so long, so you know there's there's many things, many questions for the Jays next moving into next year. Uh, Vladdy Guerrero is not one of those no. questions. It's just what day will he be called up? What day will you be buying your Vlad Guerrero Junior uh, jersey? I almost bought a Buffalo Bisons one, but I held he, back. He I almost held, bought a Buffalo Wings one. <laughs> okay, he wanted to, and I, I told him to really bad. I go, how many times are you going to get this chance to buy it? And he's like, eh. It's a hundred dollars, one hundred and twenty, one hundred and twenty dollars American, which translated at this rate is probably like a million dollars Canadian. So you'd be paying, you'd be paying it, and then your firstborn child would be paying off the debt of that jersey. It was close. I bought a high. I bought a hat. The hat you couldn't find the the. I wanted the, the wings, wings hat. But all they had was size eight and eight? size like six and a quarter. Yeah, like they're like, where are your sizes, Buffalo? That, you know Can what happened? That? No, no, it's because they sold those. Yeah, and, and this is this is literally what's left for the Buffalo the Buffalo Wings. So unfortunately, unfortunately, came away with just a Bison's hat. Still looks fire though. Yeah, it's a baseball. It's red. <laughs> Thread. I like the red. I always like red. A Anytime. blue buffalo looks like a Bills hat. I'm joking with you. If, the, if people don't notice the fact that there's a baseball there, they're gonna think it's a Bills hat. You're gonna whatever. Walk. I'm cool. With you it. wear that. Wear that on a Sunday to your local uh, Deckers or whatever you local have, establishment. A local establishment where you might be gambling. <laughs> and see how many people say nice Bills hat. Oh, it's gonna happen. And it's gonna happen. We were talking about this. Like I, I already know. Yeah. And just tell them. Look at the hat. Look at look at the look at the ball on the hat. Yeah, does that look like a freaking football? No. Okay, so let's put two and two together here and let's figure it out. Exactly. But you know, lots of positives for the Jays. One of them is going to be Mr. Roger Jr. Jr. He was yeah. Like, get excited. Get fired. You know, get, just get, get fucking fired, fired up, man. Because I'm I'm not one to to. A lot of times, like I'll tell you, like, yeah, we'll wait and let's see what wait they do. And see, we'll yeah. see, we'll see, we'll see. Vlad's always been a little bit different, and now I understand having seen it. Because again, yeah. we talked, we didn't. It's not like we we experienced like the the uh, the two home run game. You know, well, him going five for five. Day. 
We just saw a normal Vladdy Jr. day at the day. It was hot. It was hot. It was very hot. All right. It was so very hot. I was, I was, we I were melting. We barbecued. We barbecued like, you know, like you ever go to like to Swiss Chalet and you ever see the rotisserie chickens? That was basically in us. In the oven? That was us. There. Just, but we weren't Josh, rotating. Oh, we were God, just no. roasting. If we, were, if we were rotating, I would have a nice even tan. Yeah. I like, got half I a just tan. Red I got and half a white. tan. Half a tan, man. I only got half a tan. That's, <laughs> that's, why, that's why I keep my arms close to my chest so then no one's. Yo, one sees I tried to like flip my arms over. It just meant I had more burn. <laughs> it's just all burn, all burn all the time. But but that's that's what you got to look forward to. Because trust me, once you get to see him like we saw him, you will understand yeah. what I mean. And if you've been to Buffalo already to see him, you know, you know, you you just you've seen it. It's I can't even explain yeah. it. You physically have to watch him because again, I saw him hit a single. You saw him hit a couple of singles. Yeah. It sounds like a shotgun. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's you know when people like you hear this all the time. Oh, the ball sounds different coming off of his bat. I watch a lot of baseball. There's not that many guys where you can really Vladdy, you knew. You knew when I was you, you could knew. close your eyes and you're like, okay. Like yeah, you didn't even like, have to see him yeah. at bat. You could hear the sound, and you're like, mm-hmm. Oh, I know who that is. Yeah. Big but time. but yeah. We're gonna transition into Canada's game. That's right. Lacrosse? Hockey's coming soon. Oh. <laughs> well, lacrosse is the other game, but I think, actually, I, think, I think lacrosse is actually technically. Our, I think our it's the national, national sport. sport. Yeah, yeah. But we're talking about hockey. Uh, we will be doing a breakdown of the divisions next, starting next week when it's closer to hockey season, so it works out like the football one, where we get to all of them before they start. But me and Andrew were talking. You don't know. It's gotten heated conversations. Oh, it, we got, it got really oh heated. Oh my god! I'm a Leaf fan, and she's a Habs fan. So we started talking, and I was just so excited for hockey season. I just the Leafs got John Tavares. I can't wait to see what happens. I don't care. Everyone's already like making such a big deal about like the captaincy. I don't care. They've said apparently people maybe Austin Matthews gets it in camp. I don't care. I just want hockey to start again because like the Leafs are good and I'm excited because I don't usually get to be excited. Like last year, I'm like, oh, they'll be good. Maybe they'll get into the playoffs. They well, don't. knew they were gonna be a playoff team. Well, no, but they I thought, I thought, I thought they before. would be like a, a wild card team. Like not, I didn't think it was going to be like, oh wow, this team is good. This team is going to secure a playoff spot and not have to, you know, they're not going to be playing for their lives. Well, we started talking about the Habs. Started talking about the Leafs. We got kind of heated because I started looking at this Habs roster and I'm like, they're going to be bad. They're going to be very bad. Before before last season, I told Angelo that the Habs reminded me of the Brian Burke. They've known as Leafs. No centers. No real good prospects on the way. There's no like top tier blue chip guys. This was last year. Blue chips don't happen. This was last year. Playoffs. This was last. We were talking about it. And again, the the Leafs were were, the Leafs were in the playoffs. Say what you said. Say what you said to me. The first comment you said were was that the Montreal Canadiens are a dumpster fire. Yes. Okay. And then I said to you. They have their first then, round pick. Then he got very angry, and I was like, "No, no, they're a dumpster fire. Like they're not good." And then, and then he reminded me of, of the Ottawa team, Senators. Of the Ottawa Senators, everybody's favorite laughable franchise, the Cleveland Browns of hockey. I don't even know. Like, even the Cleveland Browns haven't reached this level of dysfunction. Think about they it. went zero and sixteen. No, no, they could know, have been two zero no, and sixteen. I know, seasons. no, I know that. But think about it. Like the Sens just fired a, their assistant GM because he's going on trial for assault. Yes. That has happened at the draft in Buffalo. This 
It happened what is it at with an people event. in Buffalo? Can people like it's Buffalo people? It was a nice city. All right, it's a beautiful city. There's Anchor Bar. There's Jim Stako. Yes, oh, we went man, there. Oh man, those were fire. Okay, what are you doing, Patrick Kane? Same thing. What were you doing? Stay out of. Just, bu- just, I get it. You live there, fine, Patrick Kane, but just don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Anyway, so Stephen's going on about how the Canadians are a dumpster fire, and then I remind them about Ottawa, and then this morning as I, I'm driving into work. I remember there are other teams in the NHL that are worse off than the Canadians. Okay, we are in a we were in a city last week with a team that has yet to figure out their rebuild, the Buffalo Sabers, because they got not, like it's kind of hard for them not to figure it out at this point now because you have the center, you have the defenseman, like yeah. you have all the pieces. You now. have the pieces. Well, granted, they, they have still have Carter Hutton. They don't but, really have a goalie. Yeah, but so is Carter Hutton the answer? Uh, probably not. No. Okay, so there I, I've given Stephen already two teams. Then I move over to Phoenix. Okay, yeah, Phoenix has Oliver Ekman Larson, who's a very a very solid defenseman in the NHL. But what else? They got Clayton Keller, and what else? A team that hasn't been able to figure out the draft. And they are a team that has not been able because they've been picking high for yeah. a long time. Oh, they've been failing. Okay, they've a lot been, of fail. A lot of swing and miss. Okay, of, of swing I mean, and miss. I mean, hey, if, if, if it was the Arizona Diamondbacks, swing and miss is a good thing. Yeah, so at least <laughs> you're swinging at something. They're swinging and not even connect, connecting. Fine, they connected on... Ranta had a decent... You had an awful start and a great finish. Yeah, like, but what does that say? Because at the end of the day, they're a team that was out of the playoffs and playing for nothing. Who was really taking them seriously when they're playing the back? Didn't they go what was it? O and ten or O nine and or one and nine? Yeah, like there was was something something stupid, absolutely ridiculous. It was insane. Like they could not get out of their own way to start the season. You know, it's funny. Like, oh, no one makes the playoffs after this many games. It doesn't matter. See, here's the thing: they lost so many. Like to go close to O and ten, it's bad. You've you the playoffs are done. Well, you're finished because like you've put yourself in such a hole, it's impossible to completely yeah. climb out of it. it. It's a joke, anyways. But yeah, so we on. got them. We got them. Okay. Then you have the Detroit Red Wings, who are about to who have no ah. defense, zero defensemen. Okay, Nicholas Cromwell is about to retire. He's co- literally contemplating. Same with Zetterberg. Zetterberg. See, you know what's funny though? This is a hundred percent. You know, this is a hundred percent salary cap circumvention because that back injury. Don't get me wrong; I don't. I'm not doubting that he has some kind of chronic back injury. Yeah. What I'm doubting is how come it came up the second he started getting paid less. Well, that's when the way he's it works. already for, he's already talked about how the contract was essentially created this way. Wow. Right. And so they're another team. The NHL doing something about that. Would be they have a coach who can't figure out the NHL game. Who was tell, you know was in Grand Rapids for how long? Long time. Okay, was they, got, they let Matt Bab- was, They let Babcock go. They didn't let Babcock go. They tried to sign Babcock, and Babcock just came to Toronto. That was the they had more money to offer. The Leafs had more money to offer. Well, no, no, like they like they could have sat down with him. He was their coach. They could have done this. They could have done. They could have made it not a thing. But I'm sure that I I think Babcock knew that his time was coming to an end because you could see it. Like okay, great, they were making the playoffs every year. But they were out in the first round. Everyone's time comes to an end. Yeah. Like, it's going to happen with Belichick at some point. You wear, especially really good coaches, because you wear on players. Yeah. Well, because you, like, look at Nick Saban. Like, you know why Nick Saban's one of the, because one, Nick Saban is the greatest, like, college football coach I've ever seen. 
But the good news for him is that he has new players coming in and out. Every four so, years. So it doesn't, whatever his message like, is, year one to one guy who might be gone by year three, it's new to the next guy. So it doesn't wear. But with head coaches, like you start to wear. Like look at the Patriots. Like You're also dealing with professional athletes yeah, that make like, a lot of money. Exactly. Like, instead of kids. Yeah. And in hockey, it's the same thing. Like, you know, Datsuk and Zetterberg were there for a long time with Babcock. And same with Cronwall and all these other, like Jimmy Howard and. Morazic was kind of there for the end of the Babcock era. So, but they're a team that's okay, great. Like they have Dylan Larkin, and will Dylan Larkin be? I think will, Dylan Larkin, with now that he has actually someone that can skate, like will that happen? Like what what's going to happen? Like are they going to are they just going to transition and still be this team that's okay? They're all right, but they're not. You know, Mantha like Mantha's just like they're, yeah, Mantha. <laughs> you got Zadina. You got Zadina. Athanasiu is a pretty nice little piece. Yeah, I um, I I still want to see more from him personally, but like okay, they're another team. I look at it and I'm like, all right, I can say that the Habs are a much better team than them. I don't think you can say they're a much better team, especially with Shea Weber out of the picture. So you have a knee what injury. defenseman do they have? You have a knee injury and you're gonna miss up to what? December, two you're months, miss- two months of the season. Yeah, it's true. You're going to miss close to half the season as a defenseman with a knee injury. Well, two months of the season is not half the season. If he's back in December. If he's back in December, the Habs will probably have played 20-some-odd games. A quarter of the season is more of a— well, That's if he's back at the beginning of December. Oh, that's remember, what they say. This is, this, is, this is an example. This is, also, this is also the man who played on it for— Yes, yes. No, no, I know. For but whatever. But their def- I, I trust the Habs defense more than I trust Andre their defense. Andre Sekera, mobile oh. defenseman. Has a knee injury. Andrew Sekiro was never a good defenseman, yes, he though. Was. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. Okay. Tell me, what did he ever do? He was he ever points? Yeah. Okay, great. Did he play played defense? pretty pretty he was played a, he was a four, number deep. four. Look look at how bad Edmonton was without him. Edmonton's a bad hockey team. They're coached bad. They have they they took their two best players. Oh yeah, the, they, and separated them. They were the only scoring the, oh, the no, only that, guy who can stay oh, yeah. with no, me. No, no. We, we we've had this conversation okay. about you you took the Robin. Gu- and then you put him on his own line. You gave and you Robin paid his, him like Batman. You gave Robin his own show. Like, what are you doing? And it's not working. No. So put him back together. No, no, no. Batman and Robin. You stick them together and go. They do fine. When 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 one gets paid thirteen and a half and the other gets paid nine and a half. Okay. You had to break them up. All right. You had to do it. And then you know what ended up happening? They sucked. Yeah. And they're going to continue to suck because Todd McClellan can't figure it out. Peter Shirelli's the worst GM in all. He, sorry, he's, excuse me. He's the second worst GM in hockey. The first one is Pierre Dorian in fucking Ottawa. Oh my god, he's the pick. worst. Yeah, that's a, we didn't even finish this. So as bad as Ottawa is right now, they're about to get worse. They they they're going to trade Eric Carlson at some point this year because he's not coming back. Mm-mm. Unless some miracle happens and they restart Mark Stone who they brought back on a one year deal in arbitration, which means he's a free agent at the end of the season. Probably gonna lose Mark Stone. Guess who else happened to be the guy that they used that first round pick on? Matthew Duchesne. That's another guy that's a free agent at the end of the season. So your top three players, not even questionably top three players, your top three players, you have nothing. You have absolutely nothing. And you- are all gonna be gone. Maybe you get lucky. You just some kind of miracle happens, and you get Stone or Duchesne for some reason. To decide to stay. To do what? To continue to lose. You're you're rebuilding, but you don't have a first round pick. I don't it's I bad. Just, like, this is like I was making fun of the the Habs, okay? Because I was just, just ready to just give it to you. Yeah. And then this happens, and it's just like, okay, he's right. He's not they're not that bad. Now, granted, 
There are worse teams in the NHL. There are okay. worse teams. Look, you, not, know, you know what this means, though? Just brings you right back to that Brian Burke era, Nonis era. Like, well, Leafs. no, because those Leafs they're not going to be bad enough. Yeah, but okay, when they were bad enough to get the second See, overall pick, I think they didn't here's, have the here's, pick. But here's the thing: for for the Habs this year, look, they're a team that is full of professionals. Okay, and they're not like rookie NHL players. A lot of these guys have been in the league for a few years. Okay, you like okay. Max. Other Pat- than you got patches, patches, Gallagher. You got a defenseman that's not going to be there. Patches Gallagher. Like the wild card in this whole thing, before you finish, the wild card is the best goalie in the NHL. Yeah, because that's that's the issue. See now the NHL because if he's fine, they're going to win, they're going to they could compete. They could, they could they could be a bubble maybe Look, wild card team. I've said it. I've said it like from the beginning about about Montreal that their season they're gonna they're gonna start the season a little bit handicapped, and I'm expecting a different style of play from them because. In this offseason, uh, look, it didn't work last year. It did not work. Did, it okay, it didn't work. didn't work. But compared to these other teams that finished in the bottom, there's something Mark Bergevin went out and did. He made changes. And it, like, okay, but hang on. He didn't make hang sweeping changes. Hang change. on. He got rid of JJ Daniel and Daniel Lacroix. Two coaches who were just god awful. I'll take your word for that. This is your team. Okay, they were just atrocious. And well, one of them was and, the the Laval coach with Laval, the, no, the prospect. No, no, JJ no. Daniel. No, JJ Daniel was the assistant. He was the, the defensive coach, and the uh, and Daniel Qua was technically the forward coach. Daniel oh, Qua, okay. the same one. I think he coached uh, what's their name there out in. Uh, oh my god, what's their team? Florida, the Panthers. Yeah, I think Daniel Qua was a coach. For the Panthers. Wait, wait. Part of the Gerard Gallant? Before. Oh. Before Gerard Gallant. Okay, okay, okay. That's, okay. We're talking way back. Okay, we're talking way, way back. back in the way back. So, you know, the Habs, like, they got rid of those guys. Now, Daniel was around from the start of the Bergevin era. He was the last. He was technically the last piece. The very, very last piece. Oh, wow. So, because he was he was part of the coaching staff of Michelle Therrien. Along with Gerard Gallant, so Gerard Gallant was gone after year one because of he was Florida. Florida, he realized he's a good coach. So this year they've kept Kirk Muller as expected. He's not the problem. He's I know boy. he's not the problem. You love Kirk Muller, okay? They brought in Luke Richardson, defensive coach, new defensive system. We'll see what happens on the back end. I I, I can see guys like Juleson playing this year. You know, Juleson, I thought should have played last year. Wasn't he hurt? He was hurt yeah. at the start, so it was a little bit tricky. It so put him, it put him behind. We would. I was just talking with defensemen with lower body injuries. Yeah. So even though he's younger, you miss enough of the season. You yeah. try and catch up. No, it's, he came. Uh, he came and he looked. He was a good skater, good puck mover. I'm like, okay, here's one guy. Victor Mete is a very good young defenseman. Plays defense exceptionally well for a guy his size. Oh yeah, he's a tiny dude, and he's a very good skater. Very, very good skater. He's someone I can trust. And then they brought in a guy named Dominic Ducharme. In case you don't know that name, he was the World Juniors coach last year. When they won. When they won. And Montreal brought him in. And people were talking as him like as a top-tier candidate to be a head coach, maybe on, a, on an AHL team or, you know, maybe an NHL team. Yeah, maybe he's it, just sitting around waiting. It was... It, it, <laughs> It was a waiting um, to take over. It was it was a long long road, and then they make another change. They get rid of Sylvain Lefebvre. 
That's the one who okay. coaches the, the Laval. Lafave, He's the one who coaches okay. Laval. He was absolutely mind-boggling. Didn't do nothing. So Can I what, just? I'll put this for you. If you're not a Habs fan, if you're a Leafs fan, uh, I'm not a Habs fan. Uh, Laval is the Marlies. It's their AHL yeah. affiliate for the Canadians. The Canadians. Not only has Laval been awful, like record bad. Well, they, which oh, is part of the reason the Marlies are so good is because they play each other. Technically, they've only been in the league. They've technically only been in Laval. This was, I think, season one in Laval for them. They were in St. John's before. This is going to be. This is year two. Oh, okay. This is year two coming up. But last year was the inaugural season in Laval with the Rockets. Well, I'm saying blah, blah, he's blah. been the coach though. He was the coach. He's been the coach for. Oh my god. The, the Rock. He's no no. So that's that's what I'm trying. What I'm trying to get at here. He's been around for a couple. Exactly. Of years. He's so been, this has been a the few guy cups of coffee. Who's been at the head pot. of the? So again, to bring it back to the Nonus Burke era Leafs. Remember when the Marlies had nobody? There was no. If you're a Leafs fan, you remember this because there were no prospects. You know who you know who played for the Marlies? It's like yeah, they had Jake Gardner, they had uh, Nazem Kadri. That was great, and they had Mike Zigamanis. I went to a game once where they played the Hershey Bears. Oh, and the Hershey Bears are another team. They and, won championships. Do you know who was in that though? Hang on, Holpe was in that. It was my first glimpse at uh, Brayden wow. Holpe, and I got like I was like like it was like man, this guy's freaking outstanding. <laughs> and it goes to shoot and all game, all game chirping Kadri, just giving it to him, asking him how come the Leafs haven't called him up yet. All game. Uh, Ron I'm, Wilson. Yeah, Ron Wilson. Ron Wilson. <laughs> yeah, Ron Wilson. But anyways, <laughs> so the Habs went out and hired Joel Bouchard, coach for uh, Acadie, I think it was a team called. Oh, Acadie. The Acadie Bathers. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. The Titan. <laughs> <laughs> I only know that because they got to the, the Mem okay. Cup final. <laughs> so when I when I look at some of the change, okay, brought back Mr. Mr. Uh, Thomas Plakanich. Fucking turtle. The turtleneck, baby. Fucking okay. Oh, God. They made a trade. Look, they got they got they they brought in Max Domi. And if you tell me there's a player there, there hasn't been a player more excited to maybe play in Montreal than Max Domi. I want to find him and bring maybe Jonathan Druin last year was so excited because he was coming. I say home. Jonathan Druin because he's from there. Okay, but whereas, Max whereas Domi. Max Domi's more like ah, oh, kind of wish it was the Leafs. But Max Domi is legit. Like the ha- he's happier than a pig in shit right now. To Look be- where he came from. Yeah, he came from a shithole fucking organization. A, sh- a, a, t- a I don't know why the NHL is there. It, That's a very good question. It's they should not be in Arizona okay, anymore. Look, but it's, it's not working. I understand the whole arena logistics crap. Blah blah blah. Guess what? It's been so many years. They can't sell playoff games out. That, well, that, they can't <laughs> sell anything. So it's they created Austin Matthews, and as a Leaf fan, thank you. But other than Arizona, that, you've done your duty to the league. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. You can get out now. All right. But so Max Domi is one of the changes. Okay. He's, he's brought in coaching. Everything is there. It's not going to be the same as last year. Yes, but where do you expect them to finish? Look, I've said that when Shea Weber comes back, because look at Shea Weber last year. I don't year. think he's going to do anything when he comes back because he's going to come back too early, probably, most likely. Let's be honest. Who knows? Like if he comes back at the beginning of December, like it's probably going to be too early. And defensemen that come back. From knee injuries, mid-stream, knee or foot, actually. It's anything. It's knee, foot injuries. If you come back mid-stream. Everybody loves mid-stream stuff. generally bad. Wow. And it takes until the next but here's, year for but here's you the to, get, other thing to too. get it together. Here's the thing, too. Is that Shea Weber is not these. He's not the Andre Sekeris of the world. 
Okay. No, but okay. he's also not getting any younger. Yes. and He's you th- 33 years of age. I don't believe that the Habs are going to rush him back. That's my my one thing. I know they're not. You're giving me this look like they're on. He's like he's got this look like yeah, really. Like I, I gave him this look like are you really? Like, what are you trying to? Look, what what try snake oil? Is your name Alex Guerrero? Alex Guerrero. What are you trying to? Say? <laughs> Brady's trader. PB12 method. Are talking about Alex here Guerrero, these, the shortstop? These, these specific these uh these these great electrolytes, the TV12 electrolytes. Look, the one thing that, about the, those are the what's one thing, heal the Jay one Weber's thing knee? the one thing about the Habs training staff is it's one of the best in the NHL. All right. I know this, and it's it's league wide. That's why at the Olympics you always see the Habs trainers and like the Leafs trainers because they're the best in the world. No, the best in the world they that they're doing. The they they play no, no, like the, those. But, those are the two organizations that have the yeah, enough money so, that they can just be like, we will just buy the best. Look, when I look at them, the talent that they have on the wing. Okay, look, collectively on the wing, on the wing. Okay, they are a good team, but who's down the middle? We're gonna trot out because you build, you build, yes, up the middle. Oh, I, you're talking to the guy who's friggin'. But I'm. It was when people were upset that they drafted Kotniemi. I was the guy who was happy because it's like he's a center. He's Bergevin has literally in the last two drafts he's done exactly what he's supposed to do. He's drafted a center. He's actually drafted a lot of centers. Yeah. Okay. They can play the wing. Michael McCarron didn't work out, oh, and man. that's what happened. But that. It's a lottery ticket. It's always a lottery ticket in the NHL. You know this. I know this oh, in yeah. drafts. And they took a lottery ticket. And they hoped. And unfortunately, it it hasn't worked out. This is his last year probably in Montreal. Okay? But when I look... In Montreal or in Laval? <laughs> Both. Because Laval's... <laughs> this is Montreal's last, outside of this Laval. This is his last time his in last, Quebec. His last in Quebec. Okay? We'll do that. <laughs> we'll give him that. He's the last time in Quebec. But when I look at them, I'm like, I've seen worse Habs teams get to the playoffs. Well, that, uh, that and I've, that it brings it all back to my wild card is the is the because is I the look best at this player. roster and I see Philip Deneau, who God bless his soul is he's, he's but on, do you want to know on something? A championship Phillip team, Phillip, on a championship team, oh, he's on a champion, third line. He's your perfect third line. Center. That's what he's supposed. He's got that's where offense, he is. That's where he's, he's going defensively to. responsible. That's what. But he's the Habs' first line center. But do you want to know something? Thomas Blankanitz is their second Hang line on. center. Let me ask you something. Who do you trust? Who do who would you trust more as your number one center? Would you trust Philip Deneau? Or would you trust David DeHarnay? Because there are... Oh, that's a... <laughs> okay, because for a long time, the Montreal Canadiens trotted out David DeHarnay I know, I as the number one, and they won hockey games. Yes. Hey, look, when the Habs, Habs fans complain like little fucking babies, okay? Too much. When you're winning games too much, oh, they don't score enough. Guess what? You're built around the fucking... Goat in the NHL and goaltending. Okay? He's Carey Price. You don't have Carey Price, it's over. We've seen the story. We've read the book. Watched the movie twice. <laughs> twice. And the sequel. And the sequel. And it he's the he's the fat he's he's the guy. He's 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 the engine. Okay? And occasionally sometimes you gotta do service on the engine. Okay? Because he <laughs> gotta needs, take it to the shop. Gotta take it to the shop. And and last season was a take it to the shop year for Carey Price. Do I expect Carey Price to be that bad? No, because the last time Carey Price was that bad, he bounced back the next season. The last time he was about that, that bad was the 44 games that they played in the lockout Jordan okay, season. Okay, yeah, yeah. That was his that was a bad year for him. He didn't have a good year. And I think there was one more in between where he had a 908 save percentage. But they made the play squeaked into the playoffs for some reason. But if Carey Price is Carey Price, 
and I believe that he's going well, see, to be that, careful. That's that's what's hard for me is because I keep making the Nonus era Leafs thing because it fits so well. The only thing that doesn't fit is the goalie, is Carey Price, because those Nonus era Leafs teams had no goalies. You know see, who? You know who's a goalie? You know who I remember? I remember Vesa fucking Toscolo. Yeah, Vesa, Miss Vesa. And get scored gonna, from behind we'll, the other net. We'll move on to our next topic, but I just want to give you one thing. My my final point on the Habs and how they can even just, you know what, contend for a wild card. Because I'm not going to say, look, I'm not, I'm, for the record, and I'm making this point on the record, they are not going to finish one, two, or three in the division. Yes. Okay. You're probably going to figure out who are, next week, you're going to figure out who I'm picking one, two, and three. But for a wild card shot, I'm giving them a slight chance because they have Carey See, Price. Now, now we've gotten to the point where I could actually agree with you because you said you've given them a slight chance. Okay. Because when we originally had this argument. Well, <laughs> look, at the end of the day, the best thing for Montreal is to get Jack Hughes. Okay, but that would be I, But here's the other thing. Tank. No, because you have Carey Price. You have the best goalie of this generation. You could probably okay. trade for some things. For what? What are you going to get for Carey? Who's going to replace him? Please inform me in the league. Oh, nobody, because it doesn't matter because you're going to lose. Okay. So no, no, because no, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. You lose the... What do you think? Charlie Linger is going to go in there? No. No. He's a backup. Anthony Niemi, probably. I love because Anthony Niemi. Anthony Niemi was fired down the stretch, by the he way. Was, okay? <laughs> if, if you he want, was, If you actually. want some proof, if you want some proof, at, like if Carey Price was a glimmer of Carey Price, go watch Anthony Niemi because if you... Like people... I, I, was, I was a little bit like... What it was? What's well, happening? We, we were making fun of it at the time. At the time, because it was just like, oh, perfect, they're tanking. This is the tank. They're, this but then, is the tank. But then, then I started to remember, who's the Montreal Canadiens goalie coach? Stefan Waite. Who was Anthony Niemi's goalie coach when they won the cup in Chicago? Stefan Waite. I'm like something clicked, and if if Anthony Niemi's the backup at the league minimum that he's making, that would make a lot of money. Oh no. Okay. Nor should he after last year. Perfect. I'm good at that. You're paying Carey Price the money, and as you should. And Carey Price, I believe, is going to earn every penny. Everyone's like, oh, the contract starts now. Okay, the contract didn't start last year. And this whole trade him bullshit, Carey Price invic- invoked a freaking clause in his contract when he signed the extension to say, you, I, my no trade starts right now. No movement at all. That's the way it worked. <laughs> but if the halves... Are a better road team next year. You know how many games the Habs won on the road last year? I feel like very few. Eleven. Ooh. They won eleven. Do you wow, know? Wow, that's bad. Okay, that was probably the worst. That was the worst in the NHL. I was going to say because that had to be like worse than teams to finish. Yeah, that was the worst Holy in the NHL. Holy, that's bad. They were above five hundred. They were they were eighteen, fourteen, and nine at home. But eleven. Uh, nine overtime losses. So nine overtime losses. Eighteen and twenty-one. No, no, I know, I know. Yeah, and half it's of those are in the shootout. It's, it's a personal. It, it, no, no, yeah. that's more of a personal thing. Like okay. I generally, I hate when you're like a team's over 500, but they're like 19, 18, and seven. Okay, well, but that's not, that's a personal thing. Yeah, yeah. If they are better on the road, a better team on the road, and a, a little bit of a better team at home, okay, they're they can contend for a while. Look. Me and my buddies, my buddies of all these Leaf, I'm, I'm friends with only Leaf fans for apparent reasons. <laughs> I have no idea why. And it's just, it's like hurts, hurts my soul. You live I live in, in I live in Tor- Ontario, just outside of Toronto. I live in Maple. <laughs> all right, I live in Maple. Refited. I live in Maple. Me and you, you're back in Maple, yeah, but holding it down. So, and he said, he's like, Lippa, Habs win, make the wild card, but got to play the Leafs and losing five. You taking that? I go, one problem. I'm like. 
the Habs are going to finish in the second wild card, and they're going to end up playing Tampa in the first Most round. Most likely. Okay, and he's like, whoa, that's all. I'm like, I go, the, the Leafs are going to, spoiler alert, the Leafs are going to finish in second place in the division. That's my that's Probably. my that's my my theory my my prediction for. We'll see how the whole season goes because Stamkos isn't staying healthy. Yeah, that's it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a trick. But that's, and, and same thing so, with Edmund actually. Yeah, but we'll get into those predictions that's, next that's, week. That next week. But if the Habs are a better road team, okay, because they could look, <laughs> they have to do better than eleven wins because that's bad. That's embarrassing. Okay, that's real bad. Now, you know whatever. But if they are a somewhat better team next year. With the changes, and I think the changes are going to make make some things. Look, they're going. I already know game one they're losing. They're already losing. I already know they're going to lose game one. You know, I know this because it's my life. Angel Lippa's life. When the when when they got to play the Leafs, they're going to lose. It was amazing because for how many how long? Oh, was that I want I want I think I won way. like a hundred and like. I think I won 200 bucks. 250 and now bucks. It's coming back around. Well, that's why I'm not making the bet this year because I'm not smart. Oh, okay. I did so one year. You learned last year. I learned last year. Last I'm not making year. any bets. <laughs> yeah, Fuck okay. that, man. <laughs> Anyways, that's it. We're All done. Right. Next week, going in. I'm going in. Oh, I didn't even go ready. in. I didn't even go in this tonight. This is actually like the, this is we actually was like, very calm. instead of like we actually had a legitimate argument yeah. before the podcast. We got like fired up and then like on the podcast we we actually had like a a normal conversation. Like, this is why I think it. I, and I was like, oh, now I understand. I now I get it. it. You know what teams I like? I like the Montreal Canadiens and I like two other teams. Anyone that's playing the Bruins and the Leafs. <laughs> and then when they play each other, I cheer for the refs. Just so <laughs> this you know. Guy. Anyways, transitioning on to football, but not quite. We're not getting into the the fantasy yet. We will. That's next. Yes. And then we'll do the NFC South preview Mm -hmm. to cap off the episode. But first, we have to talk with Odell Beckham Jr. He got paid. You know what? I I get to say this because now it's true. He's overrated and overpaid. I get Ah. it's 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 true. Look, there's only two wide receivers I'm paying that type of money, and one of them is AB, and the other one's Julio. And that's it. Oh, and I know drama. There's little to yeah. no drama with them. They, well, AB, there's a little drama, but not much. And it's it's recent, and it's it's recent. And what is it? He it's he, like stupid stuff. It's the stupid. Facebook he, line. The it's Facebook literally line. just dumb. Like it's just it's it's someone stupid. wasn't using their head. Yeah, it's right? not like they were like punching out. No. Like, only and Julio, Julio just doesn't say things. People thought he was going to hold out a camp, and he was angry at the Falcons, no, he and he didn't the hold money. a day out. It's fine. They, they, Atlanta worked it out smart with him to yeah to just here. Okay, we talked about this on the on the podcast too. It's it's that's that's their money. That's how money works, and it's also their their thing. We we're not going to renegotiate your whole contract with three years left. We do yeah. it with one year left. So we'll just keep taking money, slapping it on yeah. to this year. The ju- they'll do it again next year, and then they'll renegotiate the contract after that. Just remember the New York Giants. They are just like they gave Odell all this money, but here's the thing: one problem. Who's going to throw him the ball? Because Eli's not a very good quarterback. Well, that's, that's why you pay him the money because soon Eli's going to not be on the books for much longer. Well, then actually, he, see, Odell tied Eli. Yeah, in terms you know of, makes, of you know, getting paid. But can I tell you something? You know who's still making more than Odell Beckham Jr.? Jimmy G. Chris Davis. <sighs> Chris Davis making four more million. <sighs> yeah. All right. Yeah, and Chris Davis is—he's bad at his job. Okay, like you—you—you you, you joke around. He's overrated and overpaid. He's one of the top four, if not. He's okay. Just round it off. You want to throw Michael Thomas in there? He's a top five wide receiver in the NFL. And the way deals work 
It's not the best guy who gets paid the most. It's who got paid recently. It's like Matt Stafford. We were having this conversation. Yeah. Is Matt Stafford or Jimmy G, are they the best quarterback? No. Their contracts just came up at the right time. I love Matt Ryan. Won an MVP. Made a Super Bowl. Should he be the highest paid quarterback? Fuck no. <laughs> that's not how it works. That's not, that's not how these things work. Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady. We, we've had this conversation. Best I've ever seen versus the GOAT. Those guys fight it out for number one. You know what? Pay them the same. Pay them both thirty-five million. Bucks. They won't though, because Brady's taking a contract. Well, he'll to, take a pay. He'll, he'll he's do trying his to standard. Win. He's trying Patriots. To win. It doesn't. Who knows what he gets I'll, paid? I'll do what I want. Who knows what he gets paid? But he gets paid sort of in like ah. Sacagawea coins or something <laughs> like that. And they can't put you know it what, on the. You books. know what, Tom? We'll let you have your goddamn snake oil salesman on the plane. <laughs> okay, you can have Alex Guerrero. <laughs> keep him away from Gronk. Oh. God damn it! <laughs> and we don't know what he gave Julian Edelman. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the same thing that froze that TV in here. <laughs> oh, right. see, you don't need anything heavy like that though to freeze the TV yeah. in this place. No, okay. Our Wi-Fi, our it's IT department. It's just uh, whatever. But anyways, yeah. So it's know. it's that's the thing. Like I, ninety-five I, million dollars, five years, nineteen mil per, sixty-five million guaranteed. He dwarfs Mike Evans was a, the highest-paid receiver, yeah. highest AAV, highest guarantee. He had fifty-five million guaranteed, and I believe it was just over. It was close to 90. I want to say it was like 87 yeah, million. Yeah, something crazy. 89 yeah. for Mike Evans. And then Odell, Odell gets 95. But he gets the guarantee. He gets $65 million. <laughs> That's his. That is guaranteed money. See, I just have one thing for the Giants. That in a couple of years, maybe not even a couple of years, you're going to probably regret not drafting Sam Arnold. Being as high as you were. Because, let's be honest... Eli, what does he Saquon have? Saquon Barkley is probably the best player in that draft, but but well, I'm gonna, we're going to see about Mr. Saquon because uh, look, I think he's the he, best player in that draft. He's probably he's he's the best player in that draft, but but no no see, that's that that's what I was trying to finish. I want to see he doesn't throw the football. Yeah, maybe he does. Maybe there's a halfback. Hell, option. maybe he's LT. Maybe he throws a touchdown a year. Remember that yeah. when LT used to throw those revert. It would be a, fl- a flip, a toss to LT, and then LT would throw a touchdown. Yeah, just because. Because what could Ladainian Tomlinson not do? Yeah, but they have when you pick that high, and it was it was it was a it was a point that was made. It was what are the Giants going to do? Do are they, they get are, Eli's are you, successor? Do you get Eli's successor at two? Because you're probably never going to pick that high for another couple of years. Because you'll probably be just a little bit too competitive to. Well, that's the thing with Saquon. You've almost you've almost guaranteed yeah. yourself you're going to be too good to get a quarterback. Yeah. But there's a chance once Eli's gone, you're not good enough to make the playoff. You're going to be in a weird spot. You're going to be in an awkward spot. Because you're going to have Odell. You're going to have Shepard. You're going to have Evan Ingram. Yeah. You're going to have a lot of offensive pieces. You're going to have to hope you get a free agent quarterback. And I don't and, think... And uh, hello, <laughs> uh, Drew Brees and maybe Kirk Cousins this year. We'll see what Kirk Cousins is this year. But like, uh, can you remember any other free agent quarterbacks? Well, that's the other thing too. It's like they don't come around. They're not. There are free agent quarterbacks. Oh, there's plenty of free agents. You want one? They got one. You there's want, guys on the street right now. If I were like, see, if I were them, I don't even know like where you can look to even get a quarterback. Do you, like Davis Webb, they have as their backup, and, oh. and he's not that good. And and again, if you were going to give anyone a shot when you benched Eli, it was probably him and not Geno Smith. Yeah. You gave Geno Smith Eugene. Like we Eugene didn't Smith? know. Like we didn't know what he was. Yeah, we know what Geno Smith is. We saw, and I'm sure Geno Smith was not and, very. And they saw it down the road. Yeah, down the it road. It wasn't like he it's was in the same stadium. That's what I mean. 
Well, they, you know. I know they both play the Met, like or they play at MetLife, which is yeah. technically like in Jersey. I know that's what I meant by down yeah. the road, down the road from where the Giants, it's like head office kind of shit is. I I look at the Giants and I'm like, great, you paid Odell and you're gonna pay him like the the top rated wide receiver, but you're the Giants and you don't have a quarterback now, and I don't think Eli's that good. I don't even put like Eli's. Maybe the 16th Eli, best quarterback. Eli's got the, two rings, so he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Shouldn't Eli be, Manning's uh, not a Hall he's, of Famer. See, Eli Manning is not a Hall of Famer. But he's going to be because of those but, rings. Exactly. Because, and because it's the NFL and they let everyone They in. let everybody in. They let Kurt Warner in for it's a subpar career. It's not as bad as the career. basketball Hall of Fame. Oh, but it's... it's they let anybody... It's pretty damn they, close. They let anybody in, but then they snub people who... Who should have been in on the first ballot? Oh, we got angry. T.O. Yeah, we already like Jerry Kramer was never in. I don't know how that happened. The guy who was literally a part of the whole Packer offense, who made the whole thing go. It wasn't Bart Starr. Bart Starr was just the quarterback. Jerry Kramer was the freaking pulling he was, guard. I was just about to say he was the pulling guard. He was the pulling guard, and he was like, I get it. You don't put him in like first, second, third, fourth, fifth ballot, but eventually the guy gets his due. <laughs> What are they doing? That's the NFL. That's the NFL. That's their, that's their Hall of Fame. Okay. But, like, I can get into another. Look, I always used to say there's only one thing. When people used to have this conversation about elite quarterbacks in the NFL, and people would always put Eli in that conversation. I said, the only thing elite about Eli is his name. Yeah. He's e- a Manning. He's a Manning. No, no, no. Eli. E-L-I. <laughs> elite. That's the only thing elite about Eli. I thought you were talking about no, Matt. No, no, no. Oh, my God. I thought you were talking about the Manning no. fan. That's even better. No, you like that That's one. even better. I like I, that. I've always Might have to steal that one. Steal that. It's a good one. But Might have to like, use that tonight. But I literally look at him, and I'm like, you, like, the best quarterback in that draft is the guy who always gets overlooked, Ben Roethlisberger. He's always over. When they yeah. talk elite quarterbacks, they never met. There's Ben's you know there. Funny, actually, it goes in reverse order. Well, of the first round, Ben, yeah, Philip Rivers, and Eli. Eli, yeah, and it and it literally went the exact opposite mm-hmm. order. And thank you, Cleveland, for not drafting Ben Roethlisberger, and you decided to draft. Who knows? I was just about to say nobody. <laughs> He's not on the <laughs> no. team anymore, and Roethlisberger's been kicking your butt for 15 years. No, it's the Browns. Browns but, do brown things. But look, it. I. I Odell got paid the way he thought he was supposed to be paid. The way it makes sense. He's the, the way top. contracts are going. Just remember, he, if I'm Antonio Brown, I'm going to steal it and be like, yo, you got to pay me again because this guy got you paid. You know that's going to happen. I'm better than him. I got the numbers to prove it. You know that's going to happen. Probably. That's fine. I'd pay Cause, him. Because An- Antonio Brown was the highest paid receiver. Yes. At $17 million a season. Mm-hmm. Sammy Watkins got close at 16 Sammy Watkins getting close. Because the, the Chiefs are crazy. Yeah, the Chiefs. They're literally crazy. I, I don't understand. I still don't actually understand how Sammy Watkins got more money than Allen Robinson. Makes no sense. But, okay. Sammy Watkins hasn't done anything. First round bust. Allen Robinson's done more than Sammy Watkins. No, that's what I mean. Like, oh, sorry. Like, you, and Sammy I Watkins said first, Sammy. first round bust. Oh, huge. And you know what's the best? Sammy was the first receiver off the board. Yeah. And then it went Mike Evans, mm-hmm. Odell, Jarvis Landry. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and and by the way, the Bills traded like all of their next yeah, draft. Just trying to move up. To get You're going to get that wide receiver. You, you know where they could have drafted? Look. You, you know who was there for them? Odell. Well. And then it said they traded up. See, I'm a I'm a believer, and it's it's maybe my Steeler way of thinking, but you don't need to draft the first round wide receivers. They're everywhere. You can find them. The, uh, Steel, the, Steelers, the Falcons got Julio. 
The Falcons got Julio, and that was a great. Roddy hit. White was a first round. <laughs> See, the Falcons though never had rece- like at any point. Yeah, but like, the, the best receiver they had had was Peerless Price, and I fucking hate Peerless Price because he came from Buffalo. He took no. the Falcons' money, and he was terrible. I think. I think their last San Antonio Holmes was I think the last time they ever drafted a wide receiver in the first round because Lima Swede was a was a third, he's a second round pick, second round pick. Even before that, I think Hines you're right. Ward, I'm, I'm, I'm Hines actually was trying third. to think. I, I think you're right. Sanders was a third. Brown was a fifth. You know, Juju and James Washington, both Juju second, was a second. Both second round picks. And Martavis was a third. Like, they've they've literally never, like, San Antonio was, a, I think, the last guy that you actually drafted with a pick in the first round on a wide receiver. So, yeah, it's great to always have these, like, people say, oh, you got this elite talent. You find me Calvin Johnson, and then we can have a conversation. Yeah. Okay. You find me six six that runs a four two four. Okay, we'll have a conversation about it. Well, it was, it was also uh, now that it's funny you bring up the Julio thing. Six four. Yeah. Runs of like a four. Yeah. Two five. Like there's only like, one yeah. other wide receiver I want. I want catching the ball other than AB, and it's Julio. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Those are the guys I want because they're reliable. They're big time. Where AB is the quick, shifty wide receiver. Julio's the fucking he's giant. A giant. Yeah. Okay. He's the beast. He's the. He's one of the. He made a catch. I won't talk about it. I won't talk about that. I won't talk about that. That's, yeah. That's, the, that's the Super Bowl that didn't happen. Scrub from the it, yeah. memory. Okay. I, appreci- to the, I okay. appreciate you. But yeah. On to fantasy football. Fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good transition. Uh, so we've we've hit our. Defenses and kickers portion. The last of the, the, the fantasy. I hope you're drafting well. Because it don't matter. <laughs> hey! No, defenses, okay. You can we lose. Joke. We joke. We, we joke. joke about it. But. Defenses, like, you really shouldn't draft your defense or your kicker other than the last two rounds. Yes. You really shouldn't. Someone in your draft is going to take the Jacksonville Jaguars defense way too early. And they're going to be crap this year. And you're going to laugh at them because they're going to take a defense in, like, the sixth round. But if you want to look at the way that, the, the way that they're rated... I like Minnesota. I probably, though, me personally, the second team I'm going to stick in there is going to be the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, a lot of talent on it. They've defense. added so much talent. Like They were already a good defense, and the thing is, they've added talent in a way that's going to help you in fantasy because yeah. they're going to get sacks, interceptions, forced fumbles. Like You have Sue and Aaron Donald playing together. Aaron Donald missed a game last year from his first holdout, and he'll probably and miss the first. Still, one defensive player of yeah. the year. He's a he's, he's a, unstoppable. And now you've put Andomikin Sue beside him, yeah. and that offense, that defensive line was already ridiculous to begin with. Yeah. Michael Brockers, like it was filthy, and it's gotten better. They got, they got um, they lost Peters. the corner. Yeah, Marcus Peters and they the added key two to Exactly. They lost Tremaine Johnson because the Jets were like, we will literally give you 17. We will pay you all the money. There <laughs> you go. And he was like, I'll take all the money. Um, but then they go out and they acquire Aqib Tlaib. Now, Aqib Tlaib's getting older. He may have lost a step. But you also got Marcus Peters. Mm-hmm. And if Aqib Tlaib is your third corner, or if he's your first corner that doesn't have to play the super speed matchup, because he, he is a little... I'm not saying he's like the wheels are going to fall off and keep to leave, but he's over 30, and yeah. he's a corner, and they rely on speed. Yeah, speed is, speed is the speed key. Speed is key. But he's not your number one guy anymore. No, 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 no. Right? Marcus Peters is going to be the number one guy. Like you, and they, they kept their their main safeties. They've kept LaMarcus Joyner, who they franchise tagged. Mm-hmm. Like, they've managed to keep this team yeah. together and add more pieces to it. I think defensively they're going to be amazing, and they're going to score you tons of points fantasy-wise. Oh, and by the way, 
Their kick returners are pretty good, too. Yeah. Farrell Cooper last year was pretty damn good for people because he racked up some kickback mm-hmm. touchdowns or punt return touchdowns. Yeah, the, they're a team, and you have to look to the division that they're going to play in. Okay, they're going to play in a very... They're going to play a rookie. A rookie quarterback. Josh Rosen. A team with no offensive line. The Seahawks. The Seahawks. And, and Jimmy G, who we don't know what... We don't we know have what no that idea. is. It was... The way they finished the season was amazing. We don't know what that is. Yeah, that's... that's Jimmy that. D doesn't really have any weapons. It doesn't really have an offensive mm-hmm. line. His running back is Jarek McKinnon. Mm-hmm. But it's... We'll it's, see what it's, happens. It's a defense now... It's a very high risk defense because it's a lot of guys on one year contracts. It's a lot of new guys. A lot of new guys. So like you don't really know, but they're a, they're a defense that I look at. Um, the other defense, I'm going to two defenses. It'll transition hopefully into our next segment of the NFC South. But the New Orleans Saints are one defense I'm looking at, and the Atlanta Falcons are another defense. Those that, are the two. I actually have the New Orleans Saints in one of my drafts. See? I'm looking at the Falcons. In case I need, you know, some bye week filler. And the other thing too about the Falcons is um the what they what they had, they didn't have a very good year last year in terms of fantasy numbers, but they're a team that has a defense that's on the rise. They're young. They're younger, they're, fast. they're faster. You know, you can always look at you can always look to them as a as a team that you want to go and get. They also the the difficult part of having them is that they play in the division well, that's the thing. with 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 against the Drew Brees and against Cam Newton, you know you're gonna okay, great. You're gonna play Tampa Bay once a year, twice a year. But basically, the, if you can stream them during those Tampa games, you're yeah, good. You're good, um, but but if not, they should still be a good yeah. defense. This is this is a team that should be able to get sacks. Tack McKinley, their first mm-hmm. round pick from last year, is actually healthy this yeah. year. And oh yeah, the guy Vic Beasley who led the league in sacks two years ago, who then they who then they decided. Hey, you're doing great as a defensive end. Let's make you an outside linebacker in a 4-3 where you have to cover people. Didn't turn out all that well for them. That's what happens. And now he's going back to being a defensive end. And then a little bit of a, you know, it's just with the way they've transitioned. I'm interested. They're an interesting team to watch is Pittsburgh's defense in terms of their fantasy outlook. I don't know. They do get a lot of sacks. They are a set. Dick, uh, sorry. Dick LeBeau's Dick LeBeau. apprentice. Sorry, um, Keith Butler. Excuse me, not Dick LeBeau. Keith Butler um, has changed the way the defense plays a little bit, and they've implemented new systems. They've they have they're playing. They could be playing, you know, four down they're linemen a, and just corners and safeties. safeties. Yeah, it's going to be okay. Interesting. Now, their, their their first round pick, uh, Terrell Edmonds, is a big dude. He's, he's a, a big, big safety. freaking. He's a dude. small linebacker, but mm. he's a big safety. So. Morgan he, Burnett could Morgan play some Burnett, middle linebacker. You still have Sean Davis. You know they're going to get interceptions with Joe Hayden. Hopefully, a healthy Joe Hayden. Artie Burns taking the next step. You know Cam Sutton, Mike Hilton coming off the 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 edge there. They're another team to look at. And then the Chargers. They were, see they, they were they, mine in terms of high ranked defenses. Yeah, I think that defensive line. And I know they've lost uh, Jason Verrett. Yeah. They added Derwin James, and Jason Verrett did not play a lot last year because he had come back from... He's one of the few guys who had an ACL injury and mm-hmm. did not come back... He did not come back healthy, basically. Yeah. He was nicked up, he was missing trying games. To play. His knee was swelling. He had issues all of last year. Yeah. And they added Derwin James. And you already have Casey Hayward, who had the most interceptions in the NFL last yeah. year. You have Joey Bosa. You have... Melvin oh, Ingram. what's his name? That's Melvin Ingram. Melvin Ingram on the other end... Hmm. Jatavis Brown is really good young like middle linebacker. Team, He's another, a nice coverage and see, guy. And the other thing, too, is 
the division they, that they play in exactly and is, the quarterbacks <laughs> that they're going to get to face is like <laughs> it's like there if you can get a hold of the chart I tried I tried but I wasn't going to draft him early yeah and someone did of course. and I hate that fucker yeah. um <laughs> I love you Chris just 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 say it you bastard you took <laughs> my pick um but when you look at when you look at that team mm-hmm. it's it's like the perfect confluence of skill Bad division, yeah. Like it's, it's you have, rookie quarter. Yeah. Like everything's like Jacksonville for them. played nobody last year. Well, exactly. In terms that's of their, another reason they were so good is because their division was so, yeah. especially without Andrew Luck, that division yeah. was a joke. And Deshaun Watson was there for like a game. I don't even know if he played the Jags. I don't think he did. I think he only played half the game. If I'm not mistaken, I, I got to go back and look. But so that's that's the thing. Like. It's it's it defense is very it's, it's a very complicated. If, you if could draft if you're looking to try and find I, ne- this I year's say- Jags defense, the one that that kind of comes out of nowhere. They have the best chance. the 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 LA Chargers have yeah. the best chance to be that defense that comes out of nowhere and is just incredibly productive for you. Yeah, just because of like, they have the perfect confluence of everything. See, and I know everybody says not to draft defenses too early. Okay. What what I've found sometimes when you get to that tenth round, and I look at it, it's like okay, I'm gonna draft. Do I draft this wide receiver who is probably not gonna stay on my team, or do I go draft this defense? That hey, you know what? Up until when I need to drop somebody else to pick up another defense, I can trust them. That's what you got to look at. And sometimes you make that if if you realize hey, you know what? I'm looking at this wide receiver core. I don't like it. I'm looking at these running backs. I could probably get this backup running back in in a round. I can wait a pick. Go out and get that defense. Now, a position that you wait to the end of the draft for. Your last last pick. Your last pick. The last one you own. The last pick that you own in your draft. Maybe, maybe even draft a running back or a wide receiver. Hell, even a quarterback. Yeah. And then drop them before the season starts for your kicker. Okay. Kickers are... uh, uh, Look... Most people are paying in twelve man leagues, right? There are twelve decent kickers in the NFL. There's there's like one elite one, and because like, one. the weird the weird thing with kickers, like you can have an elite kicker, but the team can kind of screw them out of yeah. points, like Justin Tucker last year, yeah. like Steven Guskowski in past years. He like these guys are amazing, but if the team can't get them in range, yeah. or if the team scores too much, that all they're getting is extra points. Yeah. Like you have you to, got an issue. See, kickers is, is is tied in with the offenses. You have to go look at the offenses that they're associated with. And most good teams that have good offenses have good kickers. If I'm going to re- you look, want a I, good offense, you want it to be indoors. Yeah, and you want to have some as kick- many see, as many indoor stadiums as you can get, unless you get one of the killer bees. Well, if you the get one real of the, killer, the, the real killer bee, the man who Chris Boswell, Chris Boswell, he's you know a guy that you can get. People will like him. He also plays with the Steelers. He's someone who's adjusted to actually kicking outdoors. Which in, before in you would the never draft st- a kicker, yeah. a Steelers kicker. And if your if your team was playing the kicker, was playing the Steelers, you want to pick someone else. Like yeah, exactly. There's only there's honestly there's there's really only two guys I've watched kick at Heinz Field with ease. He's one of them, and the other is the probably the best kicker in all of football in Justin Tucker. Yeah, he just has Joe Flacco or. Whoever else is gonna, they're gonna trot out a quarterback, Lamar Jackson, Jackson, who doesn't complete a lot of percentage of passes, and we'll see how that experiment works out. Yeah, but like they're a team that I look, those are guys I look at. Matt Bryant's another one. You know, yes, you have you have Falcons offense, lots of you got the you got the domes. Will Lutz, he's another guy. You have Legatron. Oh, everybody loves Legatron. And Greg, 
the leg. Greg the leg. Zerline. Yeah. But essentially, yeah, like when you're looking to get get a kicker, if your league has the bonus points for 50 plus yard field goals, get it. Get it. Greg the leg. And then you're always- you know, like you're looking you're looking at guys that kick long distance field goals, guys that have high percentages. Matt Prater's another guy in Detroit mm-hmm. who just Constantly, kick. another guy. He's consistent. Can I give you one last guy before Ooh. we transition to the NFC South? Because kickers, you guys can figure this out. All right, last pick of the draft. If any of you dare pick a kicker before the last round, if you're taking him in the fifteenth, okay, I'll give you a pass. Any pick before that, we're, we're, you know, fine. If you're the first pick in the fifteenth round and you realize I really want that kicker, draft that kicker. Yeah, at that okay, point, screw it. Who cares? Who cares? But. The last kicker that I'm going to put on this list of is very under the radar, probably won't get drafted, but he's always a guy to keep an eye on. Man for the brand. Oh. Hall of Famer. First ballot <laughs> Hall of Famer. Adam Vinatieri. Adam Vinatieri. And guess who's back this year? Vinatieri. No, no, no. Huh? Andrew Luck is back. Oh, yeah. He doesn't have Jacoby Brissett. So, and where does he kick in? An indoor stadium. Lucas Oil Field. All right. And he plays. Also. Those are some good weather teams, like Jacksonville. Jacksonville, another. He actually plays another indoor stadium in Houston. He plays in Jacksonville. He plays in in Tennessee, in Tennessee. and it doesn't really matter because Vinatieri can kick anywhere. Vinatieri is the greatest kicker of all time. Period. Without End a discussion. doubt. Without a doubt. End of discussion. Greatest of all time. If you're looking for a late, 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 late keeper, uh, sorry, kicker. Definitely not a keeper. Don't don't give if you a, keep a kicker. If you keep a military, your if, if your you league's keep done. A kicker, yeah, fold. Just yeah, just fold. hand your team. Let, that Honestly, is the, no, go, no. Go find that, that is and the definition. That is the definition of trying to tank. Oh. You want to tank? Anybody? If, if you're in a keeper league, you ever want to tank? Keep a defense. Oh. Keep a kicker, and keep your worst wide receiver. That's how you tank. Oh. I can take tank into a whole new level God. of fantasy. Anyways, that's our fantasy wrap up. Good luck this year, people. Win some money. I'm gonna try and win some money. I gotta get, I'm back. I gotta try and win some money. I just gotta win in the finals. I get there. I just don't win. I oh, run, I run this out year of I juice. Keep. I finally tanked in the keeper league. <laughs> Developed all. I got all the draft picks. Ready to go. Well, I wish I had all the draft picks. One dude literally had like half the first round. Yeah. Well, hey, that's he got I'm all the rookie running backs. But I'm ready this year. I'm ready for you. Taking a title. Anyways, <laughs> to wrap up this podcast, we're gonna get to the NFC South. My stomping grounds. Home of the Atlanta Falcons. Funny how this worked out. I I know this actually worked out. This worked out perfectly. The way that it we did we alternated, and that the way that they that goes around the clock, it just time out. Time out perfect. Just works out nicely. So we got the Atlanta Falcons, the New England, New England. (laughs) God, you see you see the anger. Oh my God! The Freudian slip. The New Orleans Saints, Carolina Panthers, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Falcons. Didn't really lose anybody this offseason. And if anything, they added. Got Calvin Ridley in the draft. And free agent-wise, there's a couple signings here there. It's basically depth offensive lineman, depth D-lineman. None of the starters are changing. That's encouraging. I like that. On offense, you've lost uh, Taylor Gabriel. He went to the Bears. God bless him. He was fine. Good luck. You know, they got him as a as a he got cut by the Browns because the Browns are the Browns. <laughs> and Kyle Shanahan coached him with the Browns and was like, hey, you should come to Atlanta. Because I actually have a quarterback who can throw you the football. Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, that's 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 who he's got now. That's who he's got he now. Had Matt that's Ryan. what I mean. He had Matt Ryan. So you've essentially replaced the burner, who was the fourth receiver. Maybe you call him the third. He's really the fourth receiver. He blew the top off the defense. And you replace him with Calvin Ridley. 
who might be the best wide receiver in the draft out of Alabama, who also, by the way, is a deep threat. So you actually just got a better deep threat. You can also put him out wide, which allows you to move Mohamed Sanu, which is your number two, into the slot. Mohamed Sanu in the slot is a monster. He's a very large man. Mm -hmm. He's a big wide receiver. He's a big dude. He's incredibly physical. Now you move him inside. Mm -hmm. Austin Hooper took a step last year. Steve Sarkeesian, as much as I hated him last year, he's good with tight ends. Austin Hooper was pretty good last year. And Steve Sarkeesian better figure it the fuck out. (laughs) Launched into into the sun. (laughs) This Falcons team should be, and it's not just because I'm a Falcons fan, this team... It's also, here's another bit of history, no one wins the NFC South twice. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen two years in a row. Didn't it happen, though? It happened for a few years. When? 2013, 2014, 2015. The Panthers. They won all three? I think so. I don't think so. That's what Wikipedia says, bro. I'm just giving you the facts here. Just giving you the facts. <laughs> Sorry. But that's besides the point. Uh, let me look. Hang on. I can quickly tell you. Yeah, Carolina. Carolina won three years in a row, 2013, 2014, 2015. That was the years. Now, the the 2014 year was a really bad year. They only finished first because they were 7, 8, and 1. And oh, okay. New Orleans was 7 and 9. Okay. Okay, so I'm like I'm picking a straw. I was picking a straw. Okay. okay. Was that and, the year that Matt Ryan broke his foot? They were 6 and 10, so yeah, they must have. Six, no, no. So the year he broke his foot, they, they... 4 and 12. Sorry, that was the year There before. we go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was, this was the catch-up year. And, yeah. yeah. So... When I look at this division, look, I see three potential playoff teams. Yeah. Okay, Carolina, you know, with Cam Newton. If Cam Newton returns to Cam Newton of two years ago, MVP Cam. The only thing with them is their defense has lost. Now, granted, their their offense has lost wide receiver. They don't have Kelvin Benjamin. They're, you know they're what, starting though, wide hang, receivers. You know what the thing is, though? If you go back to the MVP Cam season, Kelvin Benjamin wasn't there. Yeah, he had the ACL injury. He had the ACL injury, and, and Cam... Well, we've seen that they have beef together. Oh yeah! So there must have been so, there must have been something with it. Kelvin Benjamin is not a very good route runner to begin with. No, he's a he's a six foot six target. Yeah, that's all. Oh, that's he's really, a big target. That's, that's what really he is. all he is. He, he was drafted to be this. You know, everyone thought he was gonna. Well, he was he was playing at Florida State with yeah. Jameis Winston, and yeah. he was bigger than everyone. Yeah, and it was, it was in they college. Were dumbing guys. Yeah, like he was. When I look at when I look at. Like I think the way I got it lined out, it's going to be the Falcons, it's going to be the Saints, it's going to be the Panthers, and then it's yeah. going to be the Bucks in dead last. Yeah, that's 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 my theory too on this on this thing. I don't think the Bucks are the Bucks are going to be picking in the top five this year. I think the Bucks are a bad football team. I don't think they're very good. I don't know if Cam's er, Cam. I don't know if Jameis is going to be on the team by the end of the year. Okay, the way what another another bust. That's a, that's a for former ten, first round, but for first the overall, overall pick. Okay, another another. You know who they, took him, you know who they took him ahead of? Who they probably wish they would have plain right yogurt. now? Yeah, plain yogurt. They wish they had but some even plain, plain yogurt, yogurt right even now. Plain yogurt's not even that. Good. I know, but right now they they got some okay. yogurt that's that's well past. Well, it's, it's due date. Well, it's <laughs> it's, it's not good. I think, <laughs> I, I think that next year the with the quarterback class that is the 2019 NFL draft, I have a feeling that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be selecting another quarterback. And they will be hoping and wishing and praying that, you know, it's the franchise quarterback. But I'll be perfectly honest with you. Rarely do we ever see four franchise quarterbacks in the same division. No, so doesn't. I'm going to play the numbers game here and say that you're probably not going to have a division. You're not going to have a, a, a you know a team because, okay, fine. Things going to retire soon. 
Breeze. Breeze. And that team's been built around him now. Yeah. You have two running backs. Well, they moved Michael up. Thomas. You have now other wide receivers. Yeah. You got Cameron Meredith. You, like they, they kind of just cycle tight ends. They realized <laughs> after Jimmy Graham that they'd be fine just cycling guys. Yeah, and it's worked out nicely for them. They have a decent like like and we the said. Defense the they defense they put together. Is a good Marshawn Lattimore, uh, ooh, Patrick Williams, who made that yeah. atrocious attempt at a tackle. But other than that, was had a phenomenal rookie look, season. They're, like they're, they're, I look their at defense that, is I, really good. I look at that team. Okay, you if if that t- if he lets them fall, and he just pushes them out of bounds. You know what? Maybe the Saints are in the freaking Super Bowl. Okay, because if you know what happens if Drew Brees goes into Philly, he's won in Philly before. Yeah, in a playoff game, he won a he won a a wild card game a few and, years ago. And as back. much as I love my Falcons, that New Orleans defense, especially last year, was head and shoulders better than the yeah. Falcons. So this New Orleans team, this is this is New Orleans shot at the end of the day. Like they, Sean Payton has basically made that very clear with the Sean Payton Yolo draft, where he basically <laughs> gave the Packers an extra first round pick for a outside linebacker from the University of Texas at San Antonio. You better hope this guy is like a, a premier. He better he better he, be Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack or Demarcus Ware, okay, like a small town product comes out and he dominates. Because if he doesn't dominate Sean Payton, you're gonna have egg on your face, and then you're gonna have to explain why the last few years of Drew Brees' career was was you almost got there but you couldn't get there because it's just the way it works. But you know, I I am picking Atlanta to win this division. I think that Atlanta's team is is. You know what? At the end of the day, they're going to get a much easier schedule. Yep, they're, they're gonna not get the division winner. Not, not the division winner. Not even the second place team. They're the third place team. Exactly. So they're going to get all the third place teams. They're going to get all like the the Arizonas of the world and the you know who else is in who else in this? You're going to get Dallas. Yeah. Or, sorry, no, you're not going to get. Are you going to Washington? Uh, I think Washington. Well, yeah, I think Washington was third. You're going to get Washington. You're going to get Alex Smith. You know, the original plain yogurt. You're going to get the original plain yogurt. So. I'm looking at Atlanta, and it's like, okay, Atlanta's a team probably to beat in this division, even though they were third place last year. All three teams can easily be, and, and I'm going to say it, all three teams will probably make the playoffs. It'll be just a jockey for who's going to win the division, who's going to be the The Panthers are going to be an interesting thing because, well, hopefully. <laughs> you have to adjust now, too, for the, see, what has to be adjusted for is now Aaron Rodgers. See, because Aaron Rodgers, uh, if you get healthy Aaron Rodgers for 16 games, Green Bay is a playoff team. Yes, you know, plain yogurt. That's the third best quarterback in his division. Um, Kirk Cousins. You know, they're going to be a playoff team. Minnesota should be a playoff. That team is too good. Mike Zimmer's a good coach. He's a good. He's a great coach. Like he's unbelievable. He's freaking out there. He's wearing sunglasses on the sideline a day after having surgery, like a freaking mad. Oh yeah, he's had like seventeen surgeries on one of his eyes. You know, there's going to be this is that's what's going to be adjusted for. Well, this is the best division for three teams to make it. I think I think the the Panthers will have the most trouble yes. just in terms of they've like Star Latulalai. Yeah. I think that's how you say his name. I think that is. It's a good job. Um, he plays for the Bills. Now they they've lost guys that aren't household names. They still have yeah. Luke Keekley, best middle linebacker in football, oh, bar none. Shaq Mason, uh, or not Shaq Mason. Shaq Mason's the Patriots guard. Uh, Shaq, it's Thompson. It's an outside linebacker for them. Shaquille Barrett. Nope, he's he's a Denver. He's Denver. No, I think there are sh- too many shacks. <laughs> There's only one Shaq. Well, so actually, you know what the funny thing is? That all of these guys are. It is Shaq Thompson. Okay, you are right. Okay. Shaq Thompson. Shaq Thompson. He's an outside linebacker. He lined up and covered Deshaun Jackson last year, and ran with him. 
Well, wasn't he a safety? Yeah, he was, was a, a, he was a safety. So he drafted as a safety. You got Thomas Davis, who's had three ACL surgeries on one leg, another on another leg. He played in the Super Bowl after he broke his arm two weeks earlier. Thomas Davis cannot be stopped. It's, you have to kill Thomas Davis to stop him because it doesn't matter what injury he has, he's coming back. Past that, though, they've lost the guys up front that opened a lot of holes for that great linebacking core. And in terms of corners, they got James Bradbury, who took a big step up last year, looked a lot better than he had previously. He had kind of kind of stepped into Josh Norman's shoes a little bit. But I think the Panthers have lost enough pieces that they're going to have the hardest time. That's why I have them third. And I just think the Saints, the Saints are too damn good. But like you said, their first place schedule is what's going to allow the Falcons to move to come in first place. Yeah. I think, I think, I still think the Saints are. Un, I, I think it's really like they're unbelievable, mm-hmm. and the Falcons are probably going to have to go through them at some point yeah. if they want to make a Super Bowl. But I just with the schedule, the way everything's going to work out this year, Drew Brees is also a year older. Mm-hmm. Now, normally he's a, he's a Hall of Famer. But you're getting to an age now, like Peyton fell off a cliff. 39. When guys get old, they Thir- fall off cliffs, and it's actually at 39 because that's when Peyton fell apart. Well, look at Brady. Brady's about to come to it. Well, it's, it's, Brady's it's, 40 this year. It's coming to it. Brady was 39 last year. I can't wait. So it's. I hope it happens. You know it has I mean? to like, happen. There's there's also that that possibility. Now again, they got Kamara. They've got Ingram when he comes back from his four game suspension. They're a really good team. You should put the Falcons just a little bit above them. Yeah, just a little bit. Like I said. Number one, and the schedule does play a big factor in it. And the Falcons playing the third place schedule is part of the reason I'm going to put them in first, with the with the with the Saints right behind them, and the Falcon. Uh, sorry, uh, the Panthers right there, and and then fifty feet of shit. Fifty feet. No, you need more feet of fucking <laughs> shit. And then okay. Tampa. And then Tampa, another team just rotting away, just not doing anything, just continuing to be putrid. One Super Bowl win, and that's so it. Bad. That's it. So bad. Trying to return, return and, to greatness. And it's beautiful great. stadium. And now, and now their coach is coaching. You know, the coach that won them that title. Although it was Tony Dungy that really put that team together. Yeah. Well, John Gruden's back. Yeah. But well, you know what I say about John Gruden? He's showing film and yeah. from like the seventies, thinking, okay, I'm going to show these guys. Spider two Y banana. That better be the first play. It's not. Gonna We've run. had this talk. It better be Sean the first play. Sean McVay's going to run Spider two Y banana. Oh, that'd be even better. You know, he's that'd going be even to. better. Actually, that's why he's. Gonna I do hope it. it happens. Me too. I but, really do. That's it for today. This is the Last Word Podcast. I'm Steve Artabello. I am Angela Lippa. We'll see you next week. Don't be a hater, Stephen. Believe in the Habs. As I do. You do. It's just like the Yankees. They're nor- your New York Yankees. I made me some rats in the morning. I had me a pet by the morning. I had me some rats by the morning. I had a six pack by the morning.